0: Fulton Sheen had a phrase that said once you come to Jesus you will never go back the same way. And that makes a lot of sense because however we find our way to Jesus if we open our heart and let him change our lives we will not go back the same way we came. Quite a profound and yet simple statement. Now, you've always heard me say that one of the joys that I had in, in the seminary experience was learning so much about our faith that I always wanted to share it. Now, I'm going to share with you today, if you, and I confuse myself on this topic, if you can hang on understanding what I'm about to tell you, you're, you could go to seminary because this is, gets a very complicated, but it's so beautiful. So I'm gonna give you a seminary training on understanding the Epiphany as best I can. Um, so let's, let's give this a try because it's so beautiful. All right, the Feast of the Epiphany um, of our Lord is one of the oldest Christian feasts we have. It was one of the first feasts established in the earliest centuries, all right? Epiphany, the word, is what? It's Greek. You probably got that. Remember the gospels were written in Greek. And it means to reveal, to reveal. So Christ is revealed to man. So as I said in the opening, it's called a theophany, the revelation of God to man, like the Bible. This is just as important. Now, Epiphany was originally celebrated with four events. This is where, try to stay with me, because again, I confuse myself on this. But when the Epiphany was brought to the, to the world through the church, it was celebrated with four events, not just the Magi as we celebrate it now. That's different. It used to be the four. Can you guess the four? What are the four events that revealed God to man? What are the four revelations that God chose to give us, and they're all in the Bible, to reveal who Christ was to us. One, the baptism of Jesus. Because the dove descended, and the voice of the Father was heard, this is my son. Theophany, revelation, epiphany. Then we have Cana, Cana. That was because Christ's divinity was revealed. Now he's changing water into wine. The nativity, because the birth of Jesus itself is the revelation of God becoming man and the magi coming to now be revealed to the Gentiles. All right, so now let's look at this. In the baptism, the Holy Spirit descends on the voice of the Father, reveals Jesus as a son. We said that. At Cana, the miracle of the water changed into wine, reveals Christ's divinity. We just said that. The nativity, Christ is revealed to us by becoming a man. And the son is revealed by the Father in a visible manner, not just invisible now. That is the nativity or Christmas. And now magi, Jesus is revealed as king how was jesus revealed here as king gold jesus is then revealed as priest god the high priest how do we know that frankincense and jesus is revealed as man how do we know that myrrh because myrrh was used for the burial of human beings so now the Magi put this stamp on revelation of who Jesus is. He is a king, so he got gold. He is God or a priest, so he gets frankincense. And he is a man, so he gets myrrh. Now, eventually, here in the West, because we are part of the Western Church, the Nativity was the first to be broken out and given its own feast called Christmas. That's why we have the 12 days of Christmas, and the 12 days of Christmas end with the Epiphany. Now, for a while, the Epiphany still celebrated the baptism, Cana, and the visit of the Magi. So you had the four, then the church split out Christmas, has its own feast, but we still have Cana, there are the baptism, Cana, and the visit of the Magi. Thus, the epiphany came to mark the end of Christmastide, or tide. Tonight, we will be singing tide carols. We hope you can join us on the front porch of Red Lion Inn, right here in Stockbridge. Come on down. And for 48 years, we've been doing this. Brother Ken, will bring the organ, put a little organ up there. We'll sing all the great christmas carols and no it won't be susie snowflake it's going to be the christmas carols okay and so this is important because christmas began with the revelation of christ to israel in his birth that's why we have the nativity and it ended with christ's revelation to the gentiles at the epiphany now over the centuries these celebrations became separated. Cana, baptism, and magi. Nativity's already been split. Now they start to be split. Now we have the epiphany today is just the visit of the magi. That's what we now think of as nativity, excuse me, here I go. Epiphany is the visit of the magi. Now, don't forget the other ones because the next two Sundays, guess what you're going to celebrate? Next Sunday is the baptism of Jesus, and that will end the entire Christmas season. It used to go all the way to February the 2nd, Candlemas, but now it ends at the baptism. It is celebrated on the Sunday after this Sunday, and that begins ordinary time. Okay? Now, the wedding at Cana, is the next Sunday after that. Now, when I was in high school, I used to say, boy, these readings are all over the place. Jesus was just born. Now he's turning water into wine. What's going on here? So, no, it makes sense. Because these are the epiphanies. These are the theophanies. So the wedding of Cana comes the Sunday after the baptism, which comes the Sunday after today, the epiphany of the Magi. So we now put these three, baptism, um, Cana, and Magi, back to back to back. Now, these feasts of Christ's divinity separated from his humanity. That's why Christmas was separated out first, because Jesus first was brought to us in his humanity. Little baby, and Christmas was split out. So we celebrate Christmas celebrating his humanity. But we kind of lumped the Cana, the Magi, and the baptism together back to back to back. Why? Because that's his divinity. You see that? Awesome. It all—the church's wisdom is so beyond. And when you really sit down to learn it, you, 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 you see this fits together like a jigsaw puzzle. Every time in seminary, I used to fire back questions at the, at the priest, professor's, And, and, and and would, would, would this doesn't make sense. Boom, 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 boom. And they would come back. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, my gosh, another piece to the puzzle. All right. This doesn't make sense. They would explain it. This is this, this is this. Okay. Another piece of the puzzle. All of a sudden I got this beautiful puzzle built. This, our faith. Amazing. And so The feasts of Christ's divinity are really the epiphany, and they complete the feast of his humanity, Christmas. Now, in the West, the focus of the epiphany has remained the visit of the Magi. All right, this is important because the Magi represent who? The non-Jewish people. He's now coming to the Gentiles, which was never considered by the Jews. It was only the Jews. Christ first came to the Jews. That's why the shepherds came first, because the shepherds were Jewish. Then, all of a sudden, come the Magi, who were from non-Jewish root. They were Gentiles. Magi means what? What does the word Magi mean? People think magician. Uh, There's a whole other story there. But it means wise men. More than a king. We call this three kings, and tonight we'll sing three kings. But it actually means wise men more than it means three kings, because these magi are astrologers, okay? Basically pagan sinners, all right? Which is why they noticed the star to begin with, all right? Now, what's interesting is without condoning astrology, we don't do that. Matthew shows an acceptance of outsiders, sinners, pagans, Gentiles to the faith. That's us. Most of us are not Jewish. If we are, you're a convert. God bless you. So even pagans and sinners may respond to Jesus if given the chance. Remember Jim Carrey? So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes right now. Now is the time to turn our life around. The sin of taking Jesus for granted is more the sin of us Catholics than pagans who even know little, because we were given this grace. To whom much is given, much is expected. And so in comparing the visit of these wise men that we just read, comparing it to the shepherds, what do we see? I always confused those as a kid my mom had the nativity set up and I'm like wait a minute I just read at St. Michael's we read about the shepherds now wait a minute these are wise men are the shepherds the wise men are the shepherds different okay they are different why Jesus came to the Jew first that was the shepherd first came to Israel and then he came to the Gentile magi Jesus came first to the humble and the ignorant. That's who the shepherds were. Then he came to the honorable and the learned and the wise, the magi. Jesus came first to the poor, the shepherds. Then he came to the rich, the wise men, the magi. So no matter who we identify with, Jesus comes to us. Powerful. You know, it's normally January 6th, even though today is the 8th. I said we, we move it to the nearest Sunday between the 2nd and the 8th. Normally, January 6th is the feast, and it's moved to, to the first Sunday after January 1st. So it's from January 2nd to the 8th, which is why we're in today. Now, traditionally, this is when you have your houses blessed, You ever see the chalk written above the doorposts? You ever wonder what that was? 20 plus C plus M plus B plus, and then the year. 21 or 22, now we'll have 23. So if you see a door here on the campus or here on our grounds, and it has that written above it, 20 plus C, plus M, plus B, plus 23, the year 2023. What does that mean? It's the three magi. C.M.B. Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar. It's interesting. These three kings represented what? Europe, Arabia, and Africa. It was funny because usually in the nativity scene, you usually see one with a very dark complexion. And you see the others with a little bit slightly different complexion. It's because, again, they represented Europe, Arabia, and Africa. And so this ends, as I said, the 12 days of Christmas or Christmati- Christmastide. But Christmas, the season of Christmas will go all the way to next week, the baptism. This is when you should remove your decorations. So we always laugh that you should have. Now some wait all 40 days and don't take them down till Christmas, i sorry, sorry, uh, Candlemas, which was the old, right, the old church uh, missile, uh, the end of the actual Christmas season. Now, to finish a lot of confusion when I bring up Mardi Gras. Last week I brought up Mardi Gras in a talk and I said, I truly believe that fraternities are the devil's mockery of religious communities. When I was in a fraternity, would actually be blindfolded and they read these things over us? It's just like being prayed for in a rite. And I also said that the, the beads of Mardi Gras are like the devil's mockery of the rosary beads. Because some, not all, Young women will expose themselves for a set of beads. I got scathing hate mail over saying this. I'd like to clarify this. I'm not saying that's the intent of the rosary beads. I'm not saying that's the intent of Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is the intent to usher in Lent. What I'm saying is it has been twisted by some by many. It has been mocked by the devil. It doesn't mean that the original meaning was good. Of course it is. The meaning of sex is good, but the devil can twist it into being evil in the form of rape, for example. So all I'm saying about the rosary beads being mocked in the beads of Mardi Gras and all this hate mail I got, you don't understand the meaning, you don't understand. No, I do. What I'm saying is that the devil with some has mocked it because the string of beads that we pray on with the rosary now can be given to a young person in Louisiana to lift their shirt. And so I'm not saying everybody does that. I'm not even saying that's the reason that it was the beads exist. And people sent me these pages of dissertation on the meaning of the rosary or the Mardi Gras beads. I know, but it is being misused. And so we pray for that. In Louisiana, the epiphany is the beginning of the carnival season. Again, it's it's good. It was created good. It was supposed to be the season before Lent. This is when all the rich food and drink were, 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 were enjoyed because Lent's coming up. There's nothing wrong with that. But the carnal pleasures that were indulged in as well became, let's just say, twisted by the evil one. That season ends with Mardi Gras right before Lent. So again, please pray. The tradition is good. How and what it's become has lost its way. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate people defending the true meaning. That is absolutely true. That's good. But I know the true meaning. I just, we, we've lost our way. Go down and interview (laughs) hundreds of people at Mardi Gras and see what the true meaning of the season is, and they'll tell you, oh, drink beer and give out beads so people will do things. No, no. All right, so truly now we finish. The tradition, as I said, is to sing Christmas carols on the epiphany. This is the time we celebrate big-time Christmas. We are still in the Christmas season, and it culminates... Christmas tide, So singing Yuletide carols tonight at the Maryland is an opportunity for us to put a stamp on these 12 days and say, thank you, Lord. You have revealed yourself now, not just to the Jews, but now to the whole world, to all the Gentiles, to all the people of the world, rich and poor, Jew and Gentile. So what a great gift we have in our church. So I hope this made sense because it is a little confusing but in the long run god knows what he's doing and so we give thanks to god for this beautiful celebration of the epiphany one of the most important in the church
1: are you a Marian helper join our spiritual benefit society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses